What is happening, everybody? Welcome to Off the Rails, a recovery podcast dedicated to ending the stigma of addiction through open discussion on all things recovery related. My name is Mark. With me today are Dave and Jared. And today we're shooting the sober shit. What's happening? What's up? How are the fellas? The gang is reunited. Yeah. Yeah. I had another hiatus. Jared needs to catch up on his last couple weeks. Jared, how have you been? amazing just uh really busy that's all busy with work uh breeze had some family come from new zealand so busy with that yeah just busy busy but uh in a good way been meeting up with my sponsor that's been awesome have you find how have you been finding us I love it. Yeah. You get started on the steps yet? No. No, just, just uh, know each other. Yeah. It's like a long process, I guess, but. Um, Can't rush it? No. I've been finding myself a lot, like, putting more uh, faith into my daily routine. Nice. Um, so I find that has been helping a lot. And there's been lots of little signs that have been happening, which is kind of cool uh the one like one meeting i go to we talk a lot about faith so i don't know i do uh when i first started going i just sat there and kind of um didn't really listen i was just there to show up and say i was there i think but i've been starting to actually try with my sobriety and my mental health has been phenomenal lately so um been adding in more tools on my daily routine again so yeah and i'm really liking the faith aspect of it just big faith guy yeah i'm into the higher power while starting to be more connected um yeah just weird things happen and I like the more I put into it the more I get out of it so um yeah it's been good been busy with work been adding on the side jobs again which has been all right I got a helper with me he's awesome um and yeah just been I'd say crushing it other than not being able to have time to do things like go to three meetings a week and it's pretty busy to, uh, and I'm working, I don't get home from work till five, leave at four 30. So yeah, it's like a long day, busy, tired, but worth it. It's good. Sweet. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like no, I've been no cravings. I've been trying to help people more. <clears throat> I've just been, I started to read the uh, chapter working with others. So that helps you out a lot. And yeah, it's good. Life's good. How about you guys? Good, Dave. man. Yeah. Mark. How's your week, man, man? Uh, my week was awesome. 
I'm a family up. You know, all my sisters uh, live in the Sioux came up the other week off. And my sister from Toronto and her brother-in-law, or my brother-in-law and uh, niece were up um, from Toronto. And my buddy Jay was up for the week. Uh, and then I got some close friends, two cottages down that come up at the same time. So that was, uh, that was pretty good. It was a good time. They all left uh, yesterday and then today. Yeah, it was an awesome time. We had our annual cornhole tournament where we dress up. And you got your hand up? I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sorry. I, I got a question for you when you're, when you're done explaining your tournament. No, no, no. The tournament, yeah, it was pretty much done. Just a, It's just a fun time. It's the third annual, third annual tournament. And, uh, yeah, it's just a good time. So, Dave, historically... Yes. It's been a week of your life where you have pounded some booze. Yes. Yes. Right. Historically. Yeah. Historically, especially when we were younger, it was everyone was, you know, it was like 5 a.m., you know, nights quite often, if not every night. And, you know, it's got a little more tame over the years. I would say most people, uh, not so much maybe me and a couple others, but, um, yeah, so did you have I had follow-up on that one. Yeah, I thought yeah. maybe you would. Um were you nervous for it? And um I feel like I would be in that scenario. I'd be a little like uneasy about it. Do you feel that way? Yeah, I was uh I was pretty nervous about it. I thought it was gonna be kind of my biggest challenge. Um, you know, since getting sober it was gonna be this kind of this week coming up. Um, you know, just the summertime, everyone around, you know, the history of it all, but, uh, it was good, man. It was, uh, there was definitely some times like during the day where I was feeling like it would be nice to maybe have a beer with everyone. Um, but didn't even get that too often. And then I remember sitting there at the fire the first night thinking like that was going to be troubling, like triggering too. Um, cause I actually remember when we were at Newgate together, the one time we had a we had a fire, uh, like a bonfire, and I found it like I was like itchy a little bit, like sitting there without having a beer. Like it was like very weird. And I actually found it, I don't know if it was that time of night. It was like nice and refreshing to be kind of there sober and like not just bagged from drinking all day. And kind of like I, I know in the past I would be kind of just almost passing out just so kind of drunk and not even existed there really. So it was like, it was kind of nice to like feel refreshed and like, okay, I'm going to go to bed and feeling good. So I remember the first night that that felt really awesome. Um, the one night, a couple of days later, I, I felt a little bit, I felt a little more wanting to have a, maybe have a drink with, with everyone. Um, like never like the feeling like I'm going to grab a beer or go have one, but kind of just that, you know, uh euphoric recall or whatever but uh man it was awesome went for a big hike um up this cliff it was cool went to a waterfall so yeah 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 it was a good week man man that picture yeah. was sick yeah it was crazy i i always been up there and there's like this cliff and like you're super if you fall off you're dead like no like guaranteed and there's like that classic like you can go to the edge of it and sit there with your feet dangling. And like, if you fall off, like where my feet are, like you're plummet to your death. And I've always been like so nervous when I've gone up there. Last year was the first time I ever went up. 
And this year I was like, yeah, I got to do it. And uh, so I went over there and did that. And it's probably not safe. I don't recommend it. But um, yeah, the other thing I was going to ask you guys, maybe uh, Mark, you can get into your week and then maybe, we can, maybe you can be like a topic of discussion. It had more to relate with like my past week. Um, but I think it's something I wanted to kind of talk to you guys. So maybe catch us up on your week there, my man. And then. Man, my week was, was good. I got more questions about your week as well. Okay. I'm just really intrigued by it because, uh, I feel, I feel like everyone has those scenarios like in recovery where they're like a little bit nervous about. And, uh, so I got a couple that, so I just want to pick your brain about them really. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, my week has been pretty solid. I've been at uh, soup kitchen every day, um, going to meetings. I uh, got a new tattoo. It's a two. It says Mila. Nice. Um, she's sweet. Mila. She's sweet. She got an afro. Um, then, um, man, I had uh, one of my friends from the soup kitchen. He uh, he came. He was back in town. He's like, yes, man. Next time I'm back in town. Um, he doesn't know I'm in recovery. He's just like, maybe we uh, grab a beer or something. So I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. So I messed him back. He's like, bro, I don't drink, but I'll gladly go get some food with you. And then he was like, uh, hilariously, I don't drink either, is what he said. <laughs> and he's like, but I'd love to grab some food. So I was like, and then he's like, it's weird how you just say that. So, and it, it is a weird thing to say, right? Like, that's how you get together with friends. That's how you make new friends. Be like, you want to go for a drink, but it doesn't have to be that way. I will go out and eat all the food, but I won't go. Yeah, it's, it is true. It's such a common, like I've had a couple of buddies say that to me and they know that I'm like not drinking, but it's just like that common thing you throw out there. Is it like, you want to do something? Let's grab a beer. Like, right. Yeah. Instead of let's hang out, let's grab a beer. Yeah. Type deal. But let's hang out works as well. Yeah. Anyway, my week's been, been great. Going to Ottawa soon. Can't wait. Good to see you, Jared. Excited. What, when are you going again? August 16th. Man, mm-hmm. I'm pumped. Well, we should uh, hit up a meeting and go for some food. Yes, I'm down. I do love eating food. Yeah, me too. Too much. Yeah, too, uh... <laughs> what? Milano's. Yeah. Yeah. I could eat a few <laughs> tomorrow, so fuck yeah. All right, Dave. Tell me more about your week. <laughs> uh, well, the, the thing I had a question for you guys on was um, I found myself, and, and I know there's a lot of different things, like kind of things that have changed, uh, not just being sober, but like, like usually when I had a week like this, when everyone comes up, I find myself when everyone's leaving. Now, again, a lot of times before it was like I was leaving or whatever, I would really get down, like kind of a depression of like the week being over. And it's like almost not wanting to go back to like your own life. And I found this time and I don't know if it's just from being sober. There's probably different reasons. But, you know, as much as I loved everyone, having everyone up and I didn't want them to necessarily leave or whatever. It was awesome. But I found myself more looking forward to my own routine and like my own life again than, than before. Does that make sense? Like before I just yeah. wanted to li- like rely on everyone's to make my life happy. And it was like, maybe I didn't love myself enough or all that. So that was kind of a cool feeling. I think the other day, like 
definitely still sad to see everyone go, obviously, but you know, not as much of a depression feeling, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have had that uh, at all. Man. Yes, absolutely. I found early on in my addiction, like especially drinking and like partying and shit. I would, uh, I would get so depressed when people would like leave. Right. So you'd be like yeah. a or whatever. And like, if people would leave, it'd be like, fuck, <laughs> you know, I would call everyone pussies. Come on, stay up another day with me. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the train, I mean, a transition to the point where I wouldn't use with anyone, but I think when you're surrounding yourself by people who are all like maybe partying as well, you don't feel as bad. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I agree with you though. Yeah. But now I do yeah. look forward to like get, I fucking love my routine. So I got to agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Even if, even if I leave the house and go for like a dinner or something, it's weird, but I'm always excited to just get home and just, you know, do yeah. my own, like do my thing. I don't, I'm still not a big fan of uh, being around too many people yet. I don't think. That's fair. That makes sense. Yeah, Dave, I, uh, like I've heard you talk about this like week over the summer, right? And yeah. I felt like the way you had it built up, it kind of reminds me of like how I feel about going home. And I'm, I don't know if I'm overthinking it, but I'm like, fuck man, there's like, I'm ner- I, to the point now where I'm fucking like nervous to go home. Right. I don't want to yeah. my sobriety. I don't want to put myself in a situation where anything can get messed up. But, uh, any tips how were you able to stay strong throughout the last week yeah i think i think for me like it was uh i mean one i think that's helpful is it's kind of a controlled environment a little bit where like it's out of the cottage we're kind of secluded so it's not like i'm going to be going out on the town or anything like that um you know another thing is that everyone that i was hanging out with like our close like family and like really close friends kind of know you know, my situation. Um, so there wasn't anyone that like, didn't know that was trying to like, you know, that came over that was trying to force me into like drinking or making things awkward. Um, and, uh, yeah, like just staying busy and like my good buddy, Jason came up, like he didn't drink the entire week either. Like I told him if he wanted, you know, wanted to have a beer or two or whatever, or, like, I, well, I say you can do whatever he wants, but so he doesn't drink. So I was like a good support. I'm not like support system. So that like, you know, if you wanted to get away or something like that, like just go for a walk, get away from things that uh, you got somebody, but that's um, a damn good friend. Yeah. That is fucking awesome, man. Shout out. Jason. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good dude. So, um, don't make many of those. Yeah. Yeah. He's a quality quality guy my sister my one sister said uh we have like a family chat i was like can we adopt jason is is that a thing because he's a pretty he's a pretty good dude so um yeah i don't know I, I don't know like it was you know what like little things too that were like i didn't even like i thought of what was going on that i thought was helpful is like my neighbor that came over and my brother-in-law they they use like big tall boy koozies like they're just black to put their like tall boys in or whatever and and uh, I found that kind of helped because it just like 
takes that like the label away. You don't have to look at it. Um, so that was, that was good. And then like making sure you still get your sleep. Um, so you're not, cause I think I found the one night where I was kind of finding myself a little more triggery or whatever, or cravings was, I was feeling like really tired. So, you know, when you have that, um, halt. what's that? Yeah. Halt that hungry, hungry, angry, lonely, tired. So I found myself definitely being a little bit tired. So, uh, I just try to shut it down early that night. And, um, but yeah, man, I think, I think it'd be good. Like as long as, and, and the people weren't, you know, I was hanging out with my family. They weren't crazy. It was, you know, out of control party. So, um, Dave, did you, uh, did you ever feel, I know when people drink around me, like, and it's always situational, um, my face sometimes gets red and I just feel like awkward kind of when there's people drinking around me in like a environment where everyone knows about me yeah but they're still drinking i just find it i don't know i just feel awkward i don't feel like in the right place kind of thing if you know how like do you ever did you feel like that at all yeah i think i know what you mean but like i i didn't because i think the other thing that helped too was like jason but there's also like my sister heather my sister stephanie mm -hmm. i don't know that they had a drink the whole week my dad doesn't drink my mom didn't my mom like used to have a drink or two here and there like very rarely would have one or whatever, but I don't know that like, she might've had a drink. I don't even, I don't even remember. So there was, there was quite a few people that were sober. So I didn't feel like it wasn't like everybody was drinking except for me. So I didn't feel like that pressure just on myself. Um, yeah. I, I just try to not really focus on it either. Like whatever. Yeah. I was just after the first day, honestly, like, I don't know if that first day would have went differently. Like I didn't have that good, the feelings I did um maybe it would have been tougher a tougher week but that first day was just like I don't know I just felt so good at the conclusion of the night sitting by the fire where I was like feeling good I was talking of or telling some jokes where like normally I would just be like fucking mute just sitting there you know a bump on the log looking like I'm fucking not having a good time just pounding beers you know and uh so it was a good feeling. It was good. It was a good feeling. So the old bump on the log. The old bump on the log, you know? Yeah. Just a heap. Oh, sorry, that might have been a trigger, I guess. I didn't even say yeah. that. Probably, I didn't even <laughs> think. instantly thought of doing bumps. <laughs> I'm a log. Sorry, sorry, sorry. log doing bumps. Um fuck, that's funny, man. Mark, how oh. would you because it's I've like your so your recovery is interesting because you're not really an alcohol. I don't know. Uh, you're, I you, identify as an addict. As an addict, yes. So that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah. So, so I don't know if you've been around people drinking all the time. Do you get that like awkward kind of weird feeling? That you, yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Well, like I just don't enjoy it. Like, no, I don't either, man. Um, I like, I like uh, just being around sober people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there are times when I have like cravings for alcohol for sure. Um, especially this summer's been like I've had a lot this summer, but I just like I don't 
I just think about it. I'm like, that would be nice, but then I'll ruin my fucking life. So I kind of play the tape through on that. Uh, but I do find it difficult being around people drinking for sure. Cause when you're sober, like it's just hard to talk to people who are drinking. I find. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, I find too, it's just like, it's, it's just so uncomfortable. Everyone was pretty good when they were drinking and were you wouldn't even know that they were drinking. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like you're having a conversation with drunk, drunk people. It was like normal conversation with, you wouldn't even, I don't know, my brother-in-law and stuff like that. So yeah. Well, the other thing too, is I had a water bottle. Like I like my big work workout water bottle. I just put some, like I'd put a little bit of uh, like pre-workout in there, in there just to like get a little bit of taste. And so I had like a bunch of those, like, all throughout the day and night and just or just regular water found that help too just kind of having that something, something with you something in your hand man yeah yeah i do find it awkward when you're standing there and you like you don't have a drink like you <laughs> have a drink do you know what i'm saying yeah oh, it's man. like will that... it's like will, will ferrell and talladega nights and like, <laughs> i don't know what to do with my hands yeah I, don't... I always have to have a drink with me yeah or something because i like probably because i used to chug so much but like and i just pound like liquid all day but yeah i think it helps waters and diet pepsis buddy mm-hmm. still flattening red bulls uh like not as bad as i was no man i've been but, on uh, i've been on the iced coffees lately yeah i drink a lot of those yeah they're fucking awesome in the but they don't give you that same Eh, as Red Bull. I know, but I'm trying to get off that side, right? <laughs> like trying to, <laughs> trying to wean off that part. So I know, like, but yeah, but I know, but and then the Red Bull crashes are so brutal. Yeah. Like I, I was starting to crash like late day at work, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't drink them at work anymore. Um, I'll have the odd one on the way home from work, or if I don't, I'm not in the mood for a coffee, so I'm. The odd time, not very often, I'll have a morning one. Yeah, sometimes you need the carbonation, hey. Eh? Yeah. So, but no, I'm not. I'm not flattening like six of them a day anymore. That's good. Friggin' expensive is what it was too. Yeah. Yeah. Ice coffee's much cheaper option. Yeah, especially at dollar drink days at McDonald's. Absolutely, buddy. Cheaper. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a big fan of the paper straws, but I oh oh gross paper straw and plastic cup it doesn't make any sense but it should be illegal i know i actually understand why we have them they just your drinks getting filtered through this cardboard straw we went to a coffee shop today and they had plastic biodegrade well i don't know if they're plastic but they were like plastic biodegradable and that was the best straw i've had in a long time look at all these straws words i'm saying triggers all through this video yeah yeah sure. my bad <laughs> that time when you said straw and that's like the first time in ages yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah i used to love the freaking uh like slushy straw they were awesome. <laughs> what were they what was a good one too uh the tampon things oh yeah yeah that <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They were they're sick they got like that beveled edge on them yeah oh geez Shit, yeah anyway guys you want to talk about jen's episode we won't stop talking about really 
You got to be able to joke about it, I guess. Yeah, it's funny. Well, yeah. not really. Dave, how'd you find yeah. Jen's episode? Yeah, she was. Uh, yeah, it was good, man. She was. Uh, she was cool. Uh, I think it's a good video. I think again, it's another guest we had that has a cool perspective for people. Uh, someone like you know, husband or significant other should just say husband. I did make that comment in the video. Like I said, you know, the wives or whatever, but I mean, it's 2022. I shouldn't be talking like that necessarily, but you know, anyway, um, it's common for, for them to be kind of alone a lot. And, and, uh, I know that wasn't really what drove her into her addiction or anything like that, but I do think it's, um, you know, um, that, that culture, a mummy wine culture that we talked about before can be possibly heightened for some of those ladies or significant others that are having to pick up and move when their um, spouse is playing pro sports. So, and again, I don't think that was really her story, but I just found it to be probably, you know, a voice that could be utilized for that, you know, reason as well. Um, but yeah, she seems like a cool chick who doesn't like uh, Ontario specifically Ottawa winters. So can't blame her. Yeah. And I, I like Ottawa. <laughs> Good town. I was like, watching, we were watching that part. I was watching Rebecca. And when she was like, there's not much to do in Ottawa. She, me and Rebecca were just like dying laughing. <laughs> we're from this small town. Like there's so much to do in Ottawa. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It uh, really is. Man. I liked when she was talking about taking her daughter, uh, two meetings oh yeah man and how she like talks to them about it and is like really open and you know she's like this is where mommy goes to get better and get help and i find that fucking awesome man um yeah some good advice for for people to yeah yeah i also liked how she said medication was one of her favorite tools for recovery yeah yeah that's new man and like that is so true yeah because we joked what about that you, first what did you say she said like how medication like proper medication was like a tool in her recovery oh my gosh i'll have i have a story for you guys actually that i forgot to tell you after yeah. we're not talking yeah it's yeah. such a good uh, point man I, like i don't think i would probably still be in recovery if i never like got yeah. actual help for my anxiety and depression and stuff like that something that i used to use to help yeah it's it's funny you say that too because i think it's like almost it's awesome that she opened up and and shared it as a tool because i think it's almost another stigma that people don't want to talk about is like taking medication and like there's something you know you need a little bit of a little bit of help right like it's i mean that's why we all not all but that's why a lot of us self-medicate because you don't want to talk about it you think you can solve it on your own so i think it's part and parcel with like the whole addiction thing to to communicate that so like even myself, when I got back, like I didn't really, my parents and stuff didn't know I was taking a little bit of medication and cause I just, and I had to say I had to get a refill and they're like, didn't even know. And like, I just didn't share that with them until like maybe a month or two into it. Right. Yeah. Um, cause I felt, I don't know. I, for me, I felt like a little bit like I was embarrassed or whatever. It was like, I was, I don't know. It was like, I, I didn't want them to think that I was just sober because I'm taking medication. I don't know. It was just, I don't know how to say it. Like, I don't even know how to communicate it, but there was something there that maybe that I was a little bit ashamed, I guess, which you really shouldn't be. 
you know, just trying to hit your levels right. So. Yeah, absolutely. You should be proud yeah. of yourself. Yeah. Treat yeah, yourself yeah. right. You got to treat both, man. You got to treat the, you got to treat your mental health and your addiction at the same time. Chicken and egg scenario. Absolutely. Jared, story. Oh, it's just about medication. Oh, something. <clears throat> um, oh, I ran out. Okay. And then I kind of just forgot about it for like five or six days. Then I started feeling real wonky. Yeah. Um, like when I was taking it, I always thought it didn't do anything really. Yeah. Um, but oh, it, it does and it helps because at that sixth day, Bree's like, are you taking your medication? And I'm like, oh, fuck. So I went out and got it. And uh, I mean, and then you got to start the cycle again. So you feel weird for a few days. But were you irritable? Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah, I noticed when I went like two days without, and that was a couple months ago. And I don't know if there's other things too. I found myself super irritable. That was like probably the biggest thing I noticed. Yeah, mine too, man. Yeah. I go like, if I stop taking my anxiety medication, like I forgot to renew it. It went a couple days, man. Those two days, I was just like on edge all the day, all the days. You know, because it messes up with your, uh, your brain too. So your body's used to taking it, then it's just so. I was feeling yeah. real. I thought I was going to, I was like <clears throat> telling Bria I was, I needed to go to the hospital. Um, and then she's like, are you taking your medication? I'm like, Oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, oh, yes. And I go, I'm starting back to, I go to school in September again to finish up. Shit, oh yeah. yeah. Nice. 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 Congratulations. Yeah. I'm pumped to get that all done i'm excited to see what my grades are like sober because i was high and drunk both other levels that'd be sweet should should knock it on the park then yeah cross it. yeah yeah anyways it was a uh, nice to hop on with you guys again this week it's good to have you back i'm happy to be back sorry if anyone missed me but you guys killed the last one. Oh man oh. thank you and we got an episode dropping thursday Make sure you check that out. Thank you, everyone, for yes, listening. Sir. If you or someone you know is struggling with addiction, please reach out and ask for help. Have a great day. Subscribe, like. All the good shit. Bye.